Welcome to the Annie Jennings PR Elite Wire online magazine podcast series, a community of specialized publicity, branding, marketing, and media professionals, as well as lifestyle experts that share principles of success. My name is Stacey Emerald Kaufman. I'm the radio director of Annie Jennings PR, the innovative national publicity firm that is famous for creating powerful top market radio, TV, print, and online media campaigns, all with guaranteed deliverables. Our experts share their valuable insight, knowledge, and experience to help you achieve your optimal potential. We encourage listeners to share this podcast throughout their social communities to help others discover the insider strategies that can make a difference to their own success. And today's guest is Dr. Chris Paris, an academic physician in New York who has extensively studied ancient history and mythology. He was always fascinated with the origins of great civilizations and their myths. And this is the foundation of his historical fantasy series, The Chronicles of Atlantis, which is what we're going to be talking about today. So welcome, Dr. Paris. Thank you, Stacey. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to write this book series? All right. Well, um, I'm Brooklyn born and raised. <laughs> and uh, But in college, I was actually a double major. Yes, I took the medicine route, which is my first love. But my second love was always history and philosophy, mythology, and origin stories. So this it's a fictional story. This whole series is fictional. I want to be clear about that. It's not uh, actual archaeology. But the, the, the story just formed in my mind over the course of time uh, with my curiosity and my interest of the origins of many of the great civilizations that we grew up with, Greece, Rome, Egypt, Sumeria, and some of the origin myths. So I, it just came to me and put it together in an interesting story, fun, action-packed. It's more adult, I would say, but uh, action-packed and um, enticing. So what would you say your series would compare to some of the kind of well-known series out there? What would yours compare to? What would it be like the comp? Well, you know, <clears throat> it's hard to compare because you have some all-time greats and obviously you know, Hall of Famer types out there, but I get this asked a lot. What I, what I often like to say is it's, I would like to it's something like Indiana Jones meets a Game of Thrones type story. Not that I'm comparing myself to George Martin, but, you know, because the story encompasses an archaeology team that makes a discovery under the Great Sphinx and, and their adventures with the discovery and the translation. But as they translate the story, you see the story of the world 13,000 years ago and the origins, again, of many of the great civilizations that we grew up with. So, But there's a, there's a action-packed adventure involving that time in the world. And the story goes back and forth. It's not time travel, but it goes back and forth with the modern adventures as well as these uh, pre-ancient adventures. As the series progresses, though, they come back together again. So I would say it's a combination story. Uh, that would be the best way I could surmise it. And what would you say some of your favorite storylines are? On the modern side of the story, uh, I would say the relationship between the main character, which is the archaeologist, Dr. Stephen Carning, and uh, one of his childhood best friends, Daniel, who you meet in book two of the series, which just came out. And uh, they have a they have a, a best friend fraternal you know more like brotherly bond type of relationship, which you see in book two. Uh, you don't really meet Daniel in book one. You meet him more in book two. He's mentioned in book one, uh, but that that relationship will define um, much of the series down the road, and uh, which you know I could relate to obviously because you know you have your childhood friends. On the ancient side, I would say 
there are many intriguing storylines on the ancient side. And again, as the series progresses, these are going to merge with the modern side. But for now, on the ancient side, I would say the arc, uh, the arc of the, the one of the major protagonists, which is uh, Prince Dias. He's a he's an Atlantean prince, and he is a very I would say he's a prototype or paradigm of uh, an honorable leader, leader focused on his people and his family, and you know what we we consider the prototype of an honorable man. But he goes through an interesting arc at the end of book one, all, through most of book two, um, due to certain catastrophes that occur. I don't want to give the story away. <laughs> right. So, um, right. So I mean, but, but we all know the myth of Atlantis, you know, drowning underwater. So obviously that's part of the story. So he does not handle the loss of Atlantis well. Let's put it that way. And um, and um, Again, when it comes to relationships, his his brother, which is Prince Heracles, and his wife Hera, who's also a major character in the story, who mythologically Hera was Zeus's wife, and that's the whole premise of all this. So uh, Hera really helped him come out of this dark spell, along with his brother, and and and, and it's very, you know, grow, I'm, my parents are from Greece, so growing up uh, Greek American, um, family ties and bonds are extremely potent in our culture and you could see this in the story there's cousins and aunts and uncles everywhere <laughs> but um, but, with, but, but with potent storylines you know so i think that kind of uh that paradigm of arc shift and coming out of darkness probably i would say uh well that, and that's the, the title of the second book dark tides and how many books are, go- are there going to be in the series do you know that yet you know what no <laughs> the story's taking me you know, it's amazing because when you, when you read the, um, the stories of certain um, fiction authors, and fiction, publishing fiction is very different than publishing medicine because I publish medicine too. It's a very, very different part of my brain. It's a very different system, very different approach. Publishing fiction, you know, publishing medicine is very black and white. You know, uh, aspirin does this and it does not do that. And there's a start and a finish in theory. Evolution of knowledge, but it's starting to finish. Publishing fiction is different. I mean, these lines are taking me places, which I mean, they're opening up channels in my mind, which I didn't even see before. So I really can't. I get that asked a lot too when I go to uh, events and conventions, and I don't have an answer. I could tell you there's le- definitely at least a, a, at the very least two or three more, at the very least. But uh, you know, but uh, other uh, other inspirations are coming to me. Certain prequels, certain spin-off mm-hmm. stories. Oh, so it's hard to say. Taking on a life of its own. Yeah, it is. Now, who would you say would enjoy these books? What types of readers? Is it more uh, fantasy readers, sci-fi, like you talked about, you know, the, the mythology of it? If you, What type of reader would enjoy this series? I think this kind of series can touch many, many types of readers. Um, obviously, the, the first I would strike with you would be, would be fantasy fans and, and fiction, you know, sci-fi, science fiction and historical fiction type fans. Uh, but there's a lot of humanity in the story too. Again, a lot of focus on relationships uh, between siblings, between friends, um, romantic relationships, enemy relationships, which is a big part of life too, right? So antagonistic type relationships. So um, you would be surprised. I've had certain uh, fans and, and feedback uh, involving that aspect of the series, which from people that you would not expect that would not be the you know comic book or sci-fi types. So there's a lot of humanity to it. But in, of course. Off the bat, I would say definitely, you know, uh, fictional fantasy fans, sci-fi fans, historical fantasy fans would be initially, would be the initial people that would enjoy this. But it touches on a lot of aspects of humanity, which is kind of the way I wanted to gear it. I wanted to make it a fictional story, but with aspects that were, that were, uh, that could be tangible by 
people that are just looking for a good story, not necessarily um, outlandish sci-fi level stories. Well, all right. So our listeners, of course, can learn much more about Dr. Chris Paris and the Chronicles of Atlantis online at chroniclesofatlantis.com. All books of the series are available there, of course, on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Book Locker, and all the major outlets. So, Dr. Paris, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And this podcast is brought to you by Annie Jennings of the national publicity firm, Annie Jennings PR, creator of the Elite Wire online magazine. You can learn more about Annie Jennings at AnnieJenningsPR.com. Till next time.